0: welcome to another episode of fighting monster right show about fighting monsters right right Uh, i've got a day named after me february 2 that's the day that i decide what the weather's gonna do
1: Put put your little hand in our much larger hand. There's there's no hill or mountain high enough for, to stop us from being climbers on it. It's Groundhog Day, everybody.
0: Yeah, tis it, it the, the season uh, for this very specific holiday. One might say the most specific holiday.
1: It's a holiday about one
0: squirrel, so I can't argue with you there. Right, and uh, I think most most podcast um, holiday specials just zoom right over this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They
0: don't even stop to take a picture. You might
1: question is is this even a monster?
0: Yeah, uh, many people may be thinking that, and you're right. It's it's a groundhog, absolutely, but not a monster.
1: Well, not until something happened, Adam. We gotta we gotta
0: spring this squirrel from the squirrel hoose cow. Oh yeah, this episode, the, the subtitle, hashtag free Phil, yes, uh, or hashtag let Phil die, You're, it'll be up to you to decide. Uh, the
1: episode for today is...
0: About the inner circle and the fantabulous emancipation of one
1: Punxsutawney Phil. Just Punxsutawney Phil. Yes, got it, got it under the wire, oh my
0: god. We, we fought so hard about I, I just don't really hate that title format. You don't need a one in there. The title's already long and stupid enough to not be carried into the theaters. How appropriate right, for uh, that movie. That, that, that we got in just under the wire.
1: That seems fair to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, so, yes. Uh, the inner circle is the... Uh, let's Let's talk a little bit about Groundhog Day proper here. Hmm. A uh, Pennsylvania tradition uh, that's got some historical roots I'll definitely be getting into here. And this is it's been a fascination of mine for, I think since high school, when I think we, in like biology class, we had to like do some write-up on it. Mm-hmm. And I found some unsettling things that I've uh, since then spun into a folk style conspiracy. As you tend to do. Yeah, as soon as I see th- something that's off and given enough time, I'll make a folk conspiracy out of it. But I think it's got legs, uh, four of them, and sometimes found burrowed beneath the ground.
1: Let me break down what Groundhog Day is from, like, a layperson's perspective.
0: Yes. So
1: every year, my dad turns on the TV and insists on playing the movie Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray for 24 hours, and I'm not sure why. And then at some point, we watch, like, a video of, like, a news broadcast of some dude in a top hat holding up a groundhog by the scruff of the neck in a place called Punxsutawney, which is very hard to spell. P-U-N-X-S-U-T-A-W-N-E-Y. And uh, he holds up the squirrel by the scruff of its neck, and he pretends to talk to the squirrel. The squirrel pees every year. And uh, then he says that either he's seen his shadow, and uh, therefore it's... Gonna be winter for six more weeks, or he did not see a shadow because of the sun, and the sun makes it spring. So it's gonna be spring all of a sudden, and he's usually wrong, but everybody has a fun time herding this animal. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's I I stumbled across Peta's recommendation in my research, which is they would like to do it with a robot groundhog. Oh, I'm I'm look.
1: <laughs> I am not always on <laughs> Peter's side, <laughs> but that's a winning idea if I've ever heard one. Like whale slavery, not on board. This, I'm so ready for Robo Groundhog.
0: They're always like one degree off of what I would predict they would say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, this is the this is the tradition as it's happened, and it's been happening for a long time, uh, like a hundred and twenty some years, mm. uh, or I should say, I'm sorry, a hundred and like thirteen years and uh th- it happens in this little kind of a uh, western p a town of Punxsutawney. uh originally gathered crowds of two thousand to this place where this event takes place called the uh called gobbler's Knob. no comment <laughs> With... <laughs> no comment and uh since the the ninety three film uh the event has grown to like the tens and uh twenty thousands of people in attendance uh, i I've seen like the more from a layperson's perspective yes. People are out there in the cold first thing in the morning and getting very drunk. It's something that I would personally like to, oh, to witness and, and visit sometime. That's the appeal. Okay, now I understand. I, yeah, yeah. it's basically like an all-day tailgate that starts with a groundhog. I've
1: lived in Pennsylvania my whole life, and that's the only thing that's ever been entertaining in this entire state. So I'm not sure why I thought <laughs> anything different. Yep.
0: So uh, that that's how it goes the inner circle let's uh, you you mentioned them briefly mm-hmm. uh they they're a collection a, a a gaggle of top-hatted white gentlemen that um that always pose in a lot of kind of i'd say menacing like yale photos serious question uh, do they have to be white or is that a coincidence uh that's a coincidence okay i don't i don't know how like, if that's part of their like, like do they have it a? It feels like kind of like an old uh, like golf club thing, mm. you know,
1: or like like a skull and bones, like a like a fraternity kind of.
0: Uh huh. It's a lot of kind of uh, sons and and you know, uh, property owners. I feel oh, their hereditary positions. <laughs> I I don't know the exact uh, <laughs> how what the process of applying to be a member. Exactly because I certainly would want to get in to learn the secrets. It's
1: actually exactly the same group of people that make up Pennsylvania's
0: uh, electors
1: that sends (laughs) to the Electoral College. I'm
0: not surprised. They, uh, and like the Electoral College (laughs) representatives, they all have crazy weather nicknames. Hmm. What are some of these nicknames? The president, Jeff Lundy, for example, is called Fair Weatherman. There's other names like Sky Painter. Whoa. uh, Thunder Conductor. (laughs) X, yep. Iceman.
1: Eh, been done. Big Chill. That's, okay, those last two are just movies.
0: Uh, This one one is a a little bit of a thinker. Moonshine. I guess the moon is in the sky, and that's where weather is. So, okay. They're not all, like, they're all exactly hippie names, because there's, like, ozones on here. Hell yeah, okay, we're back to good ones. Yeah, Daybreaker. Daybreaker. Yeah, those are some of the active members, but there's, they've got some, like, uh, historical alumni here. All of their squirrel strengths, none of their squirrel weaknesses. Three alumni I want to point out. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a guy named Ed, who is is known as Storm Chaser. All right, yeah. Tom, who is the big windmaker. That's, that's just farts. And there's Steve Means, who's known as Plowman. So, again, back to that kind of fraternity vibe. I'm getting from some of that's the... not
1: even about weather though. That's strictly <laughs> fucking.
0: I think he means like snow plow, but
1: D- dude, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to to, to Stephen Means, which is al- well, already a stupid
0: name. I, I want to uh, make clear that this is um, the information from not only the inner circle the. The punks on AFL website, the Groundhog Day website, it's literally groundhog.org. Wow, they snagged groundhog.org? Yeah, they own the Groundhog IP. I guess. Yeah. A
1: quick question. Yes. If we were to infiltrate the inner circle, what would our nicknames be? Oh, man.
0: Uh, let's see. I I, I kind of like hail. No, no, Sleet's Neat. <laughs> uh, I'll be... Uh... <laughs> Can I just be Mr. Sleet? I thought you were going to be Sleet's Neat. No, no, Mr. Sleep.
1: All right. Uh, I will be Doppleron, the uh, three-headed dragon that returns to Punxsutawney every 300 years to battle Punxsutawney Phil uh, in a battle of dark vengeance. Very good. That's the whole name. (laughs) Oh, oh, got it. I'll I'll update the wiki. Yes, good. Hey, somebody make (laughs) us a wiki. I would be so, I would be very proud of you, (laughs) and I would give you a shout out. And maybe a hug once I get vaccinated.
0: Yeah, so I've got a couple things to say about the groundhog itself. Hmm. Because this is the part where it starts to get interesting. Back to the groundhog's day itself, this practice came over to the Americas in the hands of the Germans. Mm-hmm. Kind of following a, a, as some ancient traditions from their country uh, that involve candleness. I'll, I'll bring that up uh, later on. But it involves having a hedgehog, a European hedgehog, Check the, uh, have a similar practice of checking it to see if its shadow is there on this day, the 2nd of February. Mm. Uh, so they didn't find any hedgehogs when they got here, so they used the groundhog instead. Makes sense. All the various non-hog
1: hog animals are very close, uh, correspondence with one another.
0: Yes, uh, the groundhog is a rodent, uh, and it has many, many different names, as you know.
1: Yes, it is a big, uh, ground squirrel. Like a a marmot specifically,
0: mm-hmm. uh, called a woodchuck in some parts, ground pig, mm-hmm. whistle pig, <laughs> or as you said before, the the red monk, the red monk, the we. Wi- I think it's
1: got to do with that pose that it's always making. Oh yeah, he he does put his little hands together, or maybe it's some dark <laughs> Illuminati uh, illusion. Are we gonna just yep. walk right over two of my favorite ones, which are well, okay. I'm going to break down Wikipedia's list here. Chuck. A plus. Like, (laughs) that's like when your cat is named Robert, except on like a species-wide scale.
0: Yeah, that's pretty neat. Woodchuck, which, like, (laughs) hell yeah. I'm pretty sure one of the- I'm surprised no inner circle member has called themselves that. Woodchuck. Woodchuck, use bubble beam. Woodchuck. Woodchuck.
1: (laughs) Woodchuck. You'd think it'd be grass electric, but no. Water? Not sure why. Ground pig? Well, that's stupid. Pigs are already on the ground, man. There's a whole saying about it and everything. Whistle pig? Adorable. Whistler. Hog walker. Thickwood badger. Now, I've seen groundhogs in Philadelphia where the woods are like a tree and not thick woods which makes me horrified about
0: the implications of this name the thickwood badger of Knop gobbler's Knob.
1: adam i promised you i promised you before we started recording that i would not talk about squirrel dick but i i've broken that <laughs> promise today and i must turn in my badge
0: what's <laughs> uh well uh, perhaps these
1: other names would help the canada marmot i bet I mean there's other marmots mm-hmm. in Canada. So uh, so that's funny I guess Monax
0: Munak
1: which these are uh, these are
0: Monax is my next D&D character by the way. Ooh. Not a bad not a bad one.
1: Uh that's <laughs> no that's from a uh that's from a Native American uh name for a uh...
0: an elven wizard, right? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh yeah. Munak is a, an Algonquin name. Of the woodchuck. The word woodchuck also has nothing to do with wood.
0: (laughs) Not even a little bit.
1: No, no, it is also from uh, from Algonquin. It comes from woodchuck is the original name. And that was anglicized into woodchuck.
0: Mm -hmm. We got some Algonquin naming stuff to get back to in a little bit here. I haven't gotten to the big things. I, I would like to talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about all the different
1: names. We talked about we talked about dicks. I'm ready to. I'm ready to move on.
0: Uh, so the name itself, Punxsutawney Phil, is a, a fairly recent addition. Even though the Groundhog has been making predictions since 1887, the name Phil came up in 1961, hmm. named after King Philip, according to r- record. Oh, okay, that's a little. I know what you're thinking. Uh, King Philip must be some kind of, like, English monarch from some period of time, right? Not what I was thinking. I'm I'm thinking
1: of... Uh, of. Oh, boy, it's not the... It's not Metacomet, is
0: it? No. Oh, good. Uh, so, in the 1950s, uh, Punxsutawney donated two baby groundhogs to the Los Angeles Griffith Park Zoo. Hmm. And uh, they were named after Britain's new reigning couple, uh, Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Philip. Oh. Uh, the California Department of Agriculture uh, thought that the groundhogs were an ag- agricultural pests and demanded that they, that they be destroyed. In Pennsylvania, everyone was deeply insulted by this. The Punxsulmane Groundhog Club said that the groundhogs had been executed. <laughs> and around this time, they started the kind of the, the PR record of naming Punxsulmane Phil after this Philip, this royal groundhog.
1: Hmm.
0: So, so there you go. Named after uh, Groundhog royalty.
1: Wow! So he
0: is a prince. The prince that was promised was Punxsutawney Phil all along. <laughs> Apparently, uh, before then he was just called uh, either the Punxsutawney Groundhog or Brer Groundhog. Mm. And I, I want to be clear. That's singular. Uh, this is where it gets kind of culty and uh, <laughs> with with these aspects. According to the Groundhog Club. And all official sources, this is the exact same groundhog uh, every year for the past 113 years. Hmm. Does it go back any further than that, or do they... That's how far back it goes on record. Hmm. And uh, yes, this is believed to be the same groundhog. And uh, I know what you're thinking. How is that possible? Yeah. How? Well, uh, of course, every summer uh, in Punxsutawney, they have the Groundhog Picnic. Where they feed Funguslender Phil a liquid known as the Elixir of Life, which grants Phil uh, seven additional years on his life. Why? Why do they have to do it every year? Exactly. If it's that's that's where my high school self realized this was a little. This is a little fishy with what's going on here. This story doesn't add up. Wait. By your own rules, if the Elixir of Life extends his life, why are you giving him more years? Than he needs. Wait, so each...
1: So each one gives him seven years? Yes. So then... 1886... Alright, so like... Da, da, da. Oh wait, mine is...
0: <laughs> that's the longest multiplication I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad? <laughs> Adam...
1: I'm... I'm far too bi to do math properly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Pung Satony Phil is currently... Uh, set to jet until... 2831 AD. And I do use AD instead of CE like I normally do because the Lord in this case is satani Phil. Uh,
0: yes, there's uh, m- more stuff to tap into there. Uh, if you take a look at uh, Punxsutawney Phil's predictions, uh, they've been recorded since 87. And there's, a, <laughs> there's definitely some recency bias in these. Mm. It's very infrequently early springs. About 20 of the past like You know, a hundred hundred and like twenty some years have been a early springs. Hmm. And there's it's like I said, it's (laughs) backloaded around the time of that 1993 film. For almost every other year was a an early spring. Wait, hold on. So like long
1: winter, early spring. One of these categories is war clouds have blacked out parts (laughs) of the shadow. Adam, I'm scared.
0: Yes, uh, 1942 because of World War II, Punxsutawney Phil's prediction is that war clouds have blocked out Barbie's shadow. Okay. And 1943, 1940- and 43, no appearance. He did not even show up. Did after saying that the previous year. Did Punxsutawney Phil kill Hitler? <laughs> no, no, uh, that's, that's not getting anywhere here. But I I like it when he gets political. Mm. Like sometimes he'll uh. So here's. The other thing, you're probably saying, hey, Finding Monster, right? How in the world does a groundhog, like, dictate and have words to say about the weather? Well, this is the other uh, fishy thing about the Inner Circle. The president of the Inner Circle discusses with Punxsutawney Phil in private before the event. He speaks to him in a language that is only passed down from president to president called Groundhogese. Hmm. They, they, uh... Scribe out two separate scrolls, one for early spring and one for long winter. And on the day of the event, they Phil uh, decides the between the two of them which to read. That's the current process for passing out his uh, descriptions. They usually have some kind of tone of like "hear ye, hear ye," and some rhyming couplet. Mm. He'll he'll often like you know compliment the Steelers if they if they you know won the Super Bowl or. Mm. Uh, Try and spread a new hashtag. Things that are very clearly (laughs) translated through the the veil of old white guys. Now,
1: I do want to note that there's long periods of early, of long winters. And yes. uh, And then there's no like long
0: stretches of early springs. We just had the first ever back to back early spring in 19 and 2020. And look how that turned out yeah yeah he he had he knew something was up in february of this year
1: yeah i mean but what he failed to mention is that it would be only early spring
0: <laughs> right everything else was going to be delayed for the rest of the year also you and i
1: i was trying to count you and i have both seen one two three four five six seven eight nine nine early springs and we were born in the same long winter
0: Yes, we're, we're summer childs, as one might say. Yes. <laughs> um, so, the... <laughs> summer children, and, even? hmm There's a real kind of, the uh... plural of the word child. <laughs> yeah, no, that, good, good correction. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very, uh, interesting, like, kind of, uh, fake news, false narrative thing going on here. Which is that the inner circle, uh, they continue there. Uh, suspension of disbelief, claiming that Phil has a 100% accuracy rating. Mm. Even though, according to different sources, it might be closer to, like, 80% or maybe even, like, 40%. Mm. (laughs) Uh, So their official stance on the uh, the weather forecast as being different is that the person in charge of translating the message must have made a mistake in their interpretation. That's a little... Yes, I am insanely suspect of the inner circle in this regard. Because I believe that they have made up this fake language. Phil does not actually speak this. What? And (laughs) this is a facade that they put on in front of the world. Oh my god. That's
1: not...
0: But that's not where this ends. Because the practices that they have in place are so uh, obscure, odd, strange, and weird that I... I think that's something... More sinister is afoot, and uh, I, I am here on the podcast today to expose the sinister purpose of the uh, Inner Circle to the world. All right, expose. Okay, so uh, one of the first aspects, one of the first parts of their weird ritual here. I already talked about the elixir of life. Uh, the other item here is the cane, as I'll call it. W- what in the Assassin's Creed? <laughs> <laughs> the- they. So for the ritual of awaking uh, Punxsley Phil from his, his slumber, uh, they use what's called an ancient acacia cane. And they go to his his stump. Uh, I, I should explain Gobbler's Knob. It's kind of like a stage. There's a celebratory stump that's on top of the, t- the stage uh, where they place Phil ahead of time uh, for the event. He's kept in kind of like a temperature controlled environment for the rest of the year, uh, along with a-, a missus known as Punkstony Phyllis. Have they ever
1: pulled out Punxsutawney Phyllis by mistake? Because for the life of me, I'm pretty sure I couldn't tell two groundhogs apart.
0: Interesting observation. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> and I will I'll happily <laughs> expound upon that. <laughs> However, I believe they only bring Phil himself right. to the uh, to the stuff. Let's take for granted that that's true. So, uh, they take this cane up to the stump, and they knock on his groundhog door three times with it, uh, before reaching inside and pulling him out. Now, I don't know if you know this, but groundhogs bite. Oh,
1: yeah, they are wild squirrels, and they will bite you if you put them in a box and poke them with a stick.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, on their website, talking about Phil, they do mention that he is, in fact, a wild animal. mm <laughs> And so like when people ask if they can pet him or they're like, no, he's he's a wild animal, you can't do that. But he's got special handlers, uh, two members of the inner circle, and those handlers uh wear leather gloves with chain mail gloves beneath them. Whoa. <laughs> like a butcher might. Uh to protect their, their themselves from any bites. Do they also wear chain mail under the tuxedos? Because I was joking about the Game of Thrones stuff before. No, uh, <laughs> I I cannot confirm, but I do. I can say that they wear chainmail <laughs> underneath parts of their clothing for this ritual. And in Punksatani's greatest hour of need, <laughs> when when
1: Dopplerman or whatever comes back to wreak her dark vengeance.
0: So, uh, do you know where acacia wood is found? Um, because I, let me tell you, it's not. It ain't from Germany. Or I think like a pan-Indian. So like Africa, Australia. Yep, Africa, Australia, desert uh deserty, barren regions hmm. similar to those. Uh, it also has fire resi- resistant properties, which I'll get
1: into later. Oh, okay, so this cane grants fire resistance. Now we're just
0: <laughs> It also has some call outs in the uh the Bible.
1: The cane.
0: Has... <laughs> yes, the the, the cane. Not, not 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 cane, cane. Uh but the acacia wood. It's the type of wood that the Ark of the Covenant is said to be made from. As well as its poles. Basically, uh, sticks used to control and transport uh, items of deity powers. Wait,
1: I have a glass of water. I might as well do it. Hold on.
0: What? There we go. Uh, also worth mentioning here, I should put this first, but some species of acacia contain a, a type of rodent poison. Oh. So th- this cane has... I see multi-possible purposes for this, and all of a sudden, like, pieces are starting to come together here. Why do they need this cane as part of the ritual? Why do they knock three times? And why are they giving Phil extra years of life?
1: Okay, line it up for us.
0: I have found some answers, which are scary, shocking, and potentially terrifying. So first, I would like to talk a little bit about the York Slumbering Groundhog Lounge.
1: Oh, that sounds nice and is going to wind up not being that
0: no it's actually they're like a proto PETA in a way because for over the past uh 92 years in york pa they also have their own kind of groundhog ritual Hmm. and their groundhog is named poor richard after poor richard's almanac Hmm. Uh, they have similar styles of uniforms a lot they have hats but they also have like bibs it's a it's a little strange and uh i should say that poor richard is a taxidermy groundhog oh I t- I still think PETA might be
1: mad about that.
0: I think so, too. However, it's been the same taxes during Groundhog for, like, a century. So, it's kind of... I-, I don't know. I I feel like it's a little better in practice. I feel like... Not fully morally. I feel like it's better
1: in practice from the perspective of, like, a reasonable person or animal rights group. PETA's not that group.
0: They also claim that, uh, <laughs> that poor Richard has an 89% accuracy, which I think that's a much... Like, like, I think these guys are okay.
1: Hmm.
0: I think they're very reasonable and understandable. It's a high accuracy, probably more than he truly is. However, like, you know, it's not like, a it's not, this groundhog is never wrong. 120%
1: accurate groundhog.
0: Yeah. It's never, this groundhog is, is always correct. And it's the flaws of man that misinterpret his will. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yes, I too was raised Catholic. <laughs> Okay, so the first odd thing that I'd like to point out is that, as I've shown you recently, the, the door into Gobbler's Knob, the little stump that, that Groundhog is from, mm-hmm. uh, it, has a, it has barn door-like tiny doors that have a diagonal cross bracing across them, uh, which uh, I did some research at the barn architecture. Wow. That's not needed for a door of this size. It's to ease the nail and screw like weight distribution, but not needed for a door this small. So the only reason why it could be <laughs> is because the the cross bracing forms a triangle and in the center of that triangle is the lock of the door which altogether looks a lot like an illuminati eye. It looks like the all-seeing eye
1: except you have sent me another picture of it and it's upside down now.
0: Yeah, uh, uh vice versa. Previously upside down, nowadays it's right side up. So I, I, it's not the the biggest point here. It's kind of a dead end as far as things go. But when you start talking conspiracy and stuff like that, uh, the all-seeing eye of God, the eye of providence, and its use as kind of being uh, a a message of God is here and watching. Hmm. And so when you say something like that, and like literally the eye in this stump is a lock. Oh. <laughs> Keeping Punxsutawney Phil behind it.
1: So Tony Phil is God or exists in defiance of God?
0: Uh, yes. I, 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 I will <laughs> continue unraveling this here. Yes, yes, yes. I mentioned German-Americans kind of brought this tradition over of Candlemas. Mm-hmm. Uh, candlemas uh, involved the hedgehog, like I said. It had a bunch of kind of like couplets and little sayings to it as well, such as, if Candlemas be fair and bright, come winter, have another flight. If Candlemas brings cloud and rain, go winter and come not again. Oh. So it, it's all about that that one day a year, if it's cloudy, uh, then that means, hey, spring's coming early. It's not just Candlemas that celebrates this. A lot of early February holidays from across the history of the world have this kind of tradition. Hmm. Uh, for example, another German expression was, A, a shepherd would, not, would rather see a wolf enter his stable on Candlemas Day than see the sunshine. Hmm. And Candlemas, it's a Christianization of uh, an older Gaelic holiday. I'll get into it in a minute because we just talked about this recently in our uh, Elf episode. Oh yeah, yes, this is uh <laughs> about. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, hey guys, what's oh, up? Oh no,
1: he's back. He's the man behind the mask. It's Christianity.
0: <laughs> Christianity here <laughs> to talk to you
1: about all the holidays and stuff I stole. Well, what's one of the holidays that you stole, and does it begin with a vowel?
0: All those pagan Celts, they were all celebrating this Imulk thing. And I said, No way, man. miss what up?
1: That's very McElroy of you, actually.
0: Yep. Uh, except instead of a uh, December holiday, it's a, a February one. <laughs> Imulk, as it's called, uh, a kind of rough translation of in the belly, is kind of a midwinter celebration trying to predict what's going to happen. <laughs> How soon is spring coming? It, it was originally a pagan festival uh, celebrated to... Uh, I want to get pronounced this right. Breach, Oh. Uh, spelled B-R-I-G-I-D. So
1: that's the goddess uh, that was Christianized into St. Bridget.
0: Yes. And this uh, can- Candlemas is the same as St. Bridget's Day. Hmm. Yeah. A a kind of one of the patron saints of Ireland, not the one St. Patrick, but they really took the reins of St. Bridget and put Breach the same face on top of it. Breej was the goddess of a lot of different stuff. It's a, a big, long laundry list. But I have to say a few things like that stood out to me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One, a lot of items of, like, say, fertility, right? Uh, she's associated with the pr- spring season, uh, radiance, uh, light. Oh, I was going to say fertility. like, uh, And she's also the
1: patron goddess of knob gobblers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, there's some stuff about, like, you know, Serpents, sacred wells, medicine, every a lot of things under the sun. Um, but a tradition that was carried on by Saint Bridget later on is a practice of women tending a flame in her honor. It's a, a lot of stuff about her is a, an eternal flame, everlasting flame. And believe it or not, her feast day hat was also a time for weather prognostication. Makes sense. Uh, for example, uh, this uh, this little saying: the uh, the serpent will come from the hole on the brown day of bridge. Though there should be three feet of snow on the flat surface of the ground. This, it's very, uh I don't know, it's it's familiar, ain't it?
1: It is. The serpent will arrive from the hole is especially terrifying because I'm pretty sure that Punxsutawney Phil was also cursed by God to crawl on his belly. <laughs> uh,
0: another item here, I think worth mentioning, is that she's one of the t- uh, twat dan. Uh, it's a, a long, long story there about the, uh, Irish, be- uh, mythological people. Um, but she is credited in one of the stories, uh, with inventing a whistle that's used for night travel. Hmm. Yes. She's a a little bit of a, a whistler in a, in a, in a way, maybe even a whistle pig. Hmm. She's the goddess of all things perceived to be of relatively high dimensions Including high rising flames, uh, as well as hilllands and upland areas. Oh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but pu- but um, Gobbler's Knob is located on a hill.
1: Well, I think that's what a knob means in
0: this context. Exactly. <laughs> I, I and shame on anyone else that thought differently. Absolutely it has nothing to do. We don't shame here except when you're wrong.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like right now. Yeah, that's yeah. So the Gobbler's Knob. Uh, it sounds adam adam what's funny about it is it sounds like sucking dick
0: (laughs) i don't know if you know this
1: but it sounds uh, i'm aware all right all right
0: Uh, uh, i i have to say and you know kind of to tie this here together i've got one more observation Uh, this is kind of in the same era when she was being overtaken by St. Brigid but uh, on in bulk eve uh, Breej was said to visit virtuous households and bless the inhabitants oh Uh, she represented the light half of the year and her presence was very important for the upcoming season as I said they would have a special meal including food uh, which (laughs) includes a lot of foreign dishes I cannot pronounce as
1: most meals
0: do it included food (laughs) (laughs) but uh uh, Breach would be symbolically invited into the house, and a bed would, be, would often be made for her. In the north of Ireland, a family member, representing Breach, would circle the home three times carrying rushes. They would then knock on the door three times and ask to be let in.
1: Oh.
0: Is it just me or is that a crazy coincidence?
1: That's a very
0: interesting coincidence. <laughs> I don't know if it's a coincidence at all. I believe... Uh, and hear me out, I've got some more evidence to back this up, but I think that in the Christianization of Candlemas, they not only, in word and deed, oh, wiped over the history of Imolg and this kind of uh, previous uh, pagan deities and traditions, I think that Breed was herself captured and put in the, in the form of a Groundhog. Oh my gosh. And is put on display as a... Um, as a mockery, and is taunted with uh, her past traditions. And they
1: and uh, groundhog Phyllis or whatever is there because they have to. Uh, groundhogs and gods have like a Jaeger sort of rule where
0: uh, the mental load is too much for one groundhog. <laughs> well, actually, I, I didn't. I didn't put together all the pieces here. Uh, you might be able to to help with that. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, the as I mentioned earlier, the cane that's used. Yeah. <laughs> about how it has fire resistant properties.
1: Oh, because Bridget, or because Breach
0: is a. the high reaching flame, that bit? Yep, yep. Uh, the eternal fire. And a uh, taunted, oh, with the knocking up on the door, this same <laughs> acacia wood that's used for, you know, in uh, Christian mythology, capturing the. Uh, you know, the, the the Ten Commandment tablets, the, the broken pieces. Oh my gosh, Acacia is necessary to control gods. Exactly. So by those rules add up, unlike the rules about the Elixir of Life. It's fire resistant and it's radiant damage resistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you, you're seeing what I, what I saw and why I pieced this together. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It all makes sense. <laughs> I'm totally into it, uh, man. Whoa. <laughs> So Bridget's Cross mm-hmm. is a type of weaving uh, for St. Bridget's Day. Uh, the You know, the Christian holidays, stuff like that. Right. Uh, pieces of, like, straw are kind of woven into, uh, like, a cross, an X shape. Uh, not unlike uh, Palm Sunday. And I for th- was, like, trying to think about, all right, there's got to be a way this connects, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was staring at Gobbler's Knob, and I'm like, all right, where <laughs> is the cross? Where is this this symbol of uh, the Christian takeover of this pagan holiday? Ooh. And let me tell you, I I uh, leapt for joy when I saw that gobble, when I saw that Gobbler's Knob sign. You know the one that says the weather capital of the world. Yeah. Uh, not only does it say um, the groundhog, it says groundhog Gobbler's Knob, and finally on the side it says Punxsutawney Phil. You might not hear it phonetically, but there is an X in the middle of the word Punxsutawney. Yes. Uh, Punxsutawney, uh, it comes from the uh, two comp- words in the Algonquin language, mm-hmm. Unami.
1: Well, specifically a, a Lenape language. Oh, some of
0: our old friends, friends of the show, the Lenape people. <laughs> so uh, it comes from uh, two words that basically mean mosquito and town. Uh, the mosquitoes were, were known as Ponkeys or... Uh, <laughs> Let's see Punky right. sounds like a slur for bugs It does Get out of here, uh, punk so, so basically, land of the punkies Or or punkus utane <laughs> You put that together, punksutani hmm. Never in any of those uh, Lenape spellings, pronunciations, written forms Is there an X No So the the X was a later addition Oh And X, in this case, literally marks the spot Of a Bridget's cross. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, They were often hung over doors, windows, and stables to welcome Bridget. And for protection against fire, lightning, illness, and evil spirits. So, believing something to be a pagan god, they would certainly um, have, uh, floating above his station, a Bridget cross. And also, by putting
1: it in the middle of a word that means mosquito, are they siphoning Bridget's power?
0: hmm uh that's a good way way of looking at it because i i think i've, I've never made a good connection for this but the elixir of life that, that's where the kind of hashtag let phil die comes from
1: hashtag let phil die which is also they, brief they, i think so like this is kind of like a loki situation right where like loki turns into a mare and uh is the mother of sleppin or whatever
0: I've got a connection here to kind of talk about okay. the, the shape changing a little bit. Yeah,
1: okay. I gotta stop. I gotta stop stopping you.
0: <laughs> but before that, I've got to say that the, um, uh, punks, let's see, punks, let me fill, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry, I lost my train there. Yeah. Eternal fire burning. Yeah.
1: Adam, I just heard a train in your recording. <laughs>
0: I found the train. Oh my God. It's here. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all the, the elixir of life <laughs> uh, which by the way elixir word with an x in the middle of it
1: okay well that's just crazy <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no that's that's a nothing connection
1: yeah no uh, But <laughs> that one doesn't fit our narrative so that one's crazy but all this other stuff is true
0: I think uh, first of all seven a sacred christian number mm. is what they say I believe it's some sort of like drugged potion oh <laughs> uh, Some. Something to keep, uh, Punk's Tony Phil, like, uh, in her continuous st- uh, state of being a groundhog, if you hear what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: it does not, uh, bestow life, and I think the reason for having it is a kind of, um, it's a, r- it's a ruse to say that, oh, uh, Phil lives this long because of this elixir. They don't, if, if they stop giving Phil the elixir and Phil kept on living... People would think something suspicious that this groundhog is living beyond six years uh that's a that's a soft theory I don't have anything backing that up uh there is another uh deity from this family that i, I would like to point at all right uh so from from Scottish mythology there's some overlap with um <laughs> uh with bridget but but it's about the holiday emulk right right uh so Imbolc is believed uh to be when the Kalich Uh, The the divine head of Gaelic tradition gathers her firewood for the rest of the winter. Mm. If she wants to make uh, winter last longer, she makes sure the weather on Emolk is bright and sunny so she can gather plenty of firewood.
1: Oh, okay. Well, now there's a reason, at least, of how that works.
0: (laughs) It finally... It's not just the weather happens and you can point back to it. It's literally a divine hag.
1: Mm. Like a Baba Yaga Uh, sort of figure,
0: but maybe good? uh, Yeah. Definitely Baba Yaga-like, hmm. uh, and I have to say that on the Isle of Man, uh, she's known by a slightly different name. But the the K-Lich is said to be to take the form of a gigantic bird carrying sticks in her beak. Hmm. It seems as though I've I've brought up a second character here, and I <laughs> I would like to introduce her by her other name. Uh, she is also known as Beira, Queen of Winter. Fuck yeah! Can I change? Can I change my name from the Doppler thing? <laughs> Bayra, queen of winter is pretty pretty kick ass. Hell yeah! I'll do that. I'll do that all day. But yeah, I, I I'm I was trying to maybe a little more time with the etymology. I, I'll get there. But I, as soon as I saw Bayra, I thought I thought to myself, uh, Brer Brer Groundhog, remember? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's something there between Bridge Bayra Brer. Well,
1: yeah, well, Br'er is like a, uh, a what's it called? But like a pigeon kind of way of saying brother. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, Br'er Rabbit and all the uh, native uh, African sort of stories of like trickster animals and figures like that are all called brother something.
0: Correct. <laughs> trickster animals. So the, take a listen to this. So uh in partnership with uh with Breach, uh Kalich is seen as a seasonal deity, ruling the winter uh some sometimes it's winter months, sometimes it's uh one of them has summer months, one has the winter months. Some interpretations have the Kalich and and Breed as two faces of the same goddess. Mm. So I that's kind of where I stopped my my research, but uh it's it's fat like I'm trying to see what's the duality here. Is, uh, are they kind of one and the same? Is Breej and Kalich the, sa- uh, the same being, Punk's Tony Phil, trapped here by the, the inner circle? Or is one of them his shadow, a separate entity that uh, has a connection to them? Is one of them Phyllis? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have all the, all the pieces smoothed out of a theory, but that's, I think, what makes a good conspiracy. Mm. You need just enough, you know, you keep on guessing. You can't have solved everything. Well, here's a question then. If this is
1: true, why is one of them a male groundhog? Ah, well, who's to say? Did they just, did they just chain her with gender dysphoria on top of squirrel dysphoria? Because,
0: boy, that sounds even worse. I, I, I believe it's part of that taunting that's going on. <laughs> the same thing with the knocking on the door with the fireproof stick. The same thing with the, uh, you know, basically deciding for her what the weather is going to be using a made-up nonsense language. It's it's the ultimate kind of, uh, imprisonment that's going on here. This is wildly sad. I know! It's it's a sad story, and it's why Phil has to be freed.
1: We have to free Phil and replace her with the robot.
0: <laughs> yes. A robot squirrel god. <laughs> Is the only solution to our problems. A a pagan deity has been... has been imprisoned before all of our eyes for hundreds of years, taunted. That's what the secret of the Inner Circle is. I figured it out. At last! (laughs) Adam, there's only one thing to do now. What's that?
1: (sighs) We're doing Monster Rehab Heist Edition.
0: So we're going to rehabilitate uh, Punxsutawney Phil.
1: We're going to we're going to steal Punxsutawney Phil, and Punxsutawney Phyllis, and release them from their mortal shells, like uh, like the moon and the ocean spirits from Avatar. I presume is how it works. <laughs>
0: well, I mean that e- easy step here. Uh, <laughs> so first we have to relive the same day for a, a hundred
1: times. Oh. oh. <laughs> So did the inner circle think that Bill Murray was going to steal Phil? And so they put him in a, sorry, excuse me, breach. And so they put Bill Murray in the time loop and that's what happened.
0: (laughs) They they knew that one version of him is going to steal Phil.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So they punished like him, like all iterations of him.
1: Oh my God! Wait in the in the iteration where he steals Phil, he goes off the cliff in a car, and there's
0: a fiery explosion, bigger than any car would create, and it rises, and she's free. Yeah, the, it, it's a bit of an Aesop fable, mm. the Groundhog Day film about like not messing with Phil.
1: Yeah, well. I mean, I guess it doesn't work because he didn't get both of them?
0: Uh, hey, I don't know. Well, you know, it's a, it's a movie. Well, okay. I, I don't know. I, actually, I don't know. the. I think the Groundhog, the Groundhog Club is in favor of the, the, the film.
1: Mm,
0: which means it's canon. Yeah, w- which means that it represents um, the, the imprisoned god or goddess in a, a proper light. That's not suspicious, so I didn't really go through it for any hints. Mm. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, so the the ultimate move is going to be to uh, once you free uh, fill, just don't fee- don't feed fill the elixir of life anymore. Then we'll see what's really up. Well, we would have to wait eight hundred years, which to a goddess, how? Long oh is no, that? you're right. Yeah, wait, the, the elixir of life. It, that maybe that's the reason for it. It's like escape proof. They assume that they'll be able to get Phil back in time. Right. They, they've trapped Phil in this form for, uh, you know, far beyond his lifespan. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that that's terrible. Well, then again, how much elixir does it take
1: to get naked and perform a blood-soaked Celtic sacrifice of this groundhog?
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll have to find out. I mean, I feel like that's...
1: <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, how far are we into the episode? Okay,
0: we're 58... An hour. Okay,
1: so we're an hour minus some change minus about 6 minutes maybe. Uh so I want to leave this episode with like both of us or like at least me. You're dressed normally. You're dressed like one of the inner circle people. I'm dressed naked in like white no, I'm ta- in disguise as Mr. Sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like naked except for like white tail pelts uh and like a oh, an antler helmet covered in blood and like weird markings that I thought looked celtic. And we have a groundhog, and the Pennsylvania State Troopers are closing in, and we're just in the woods somewhere outside Punks we're, 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 we're chanting uh, Chuck, woodchuck, ground pig, whistle pig, Charmeleon, war turtle. And then the, there's a gunshot, and then <laughs> put your little hand in mine.
0: There ain't no hill
1: or mountain we can't climb. I got you, babe. I got you. That, that's what he does. He gets you, babe. He gets you, babe. I got you, breach. We got a free breach.
0: I got you, breach.
1: I wanna, I wanna run a D and D one shot where we free breach. Now,
0: feels so bad.
1: <laughs> we did not succeed in our mission this episode, as we so rarely do. Come to think of it.
0: No, we did not.
1: All right, but uh, but uh, let's
0: uh let's take the inner circle to the uh, the final rating place. Here. Oh, we're rating the inner circle. I want to, please. All right, yes. <laughs> I give them a two out of ten.
1: Oh, that is historically our fuck you rating. I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, two for February, two for Groundhog's Day, and two for uh, two. You messed with two of the wrong people. Mm i will and and two of the wrong deities (laughs) as a final connection i i never connected any dots to this but uh groundhog's day happened on february 2nd 202 uh a date which has an inner circle and also
1: 202 2020 was the first repeat spring and everything went to shit wait Uh uh-huh wait did breach do this
0: is this might be this might be Bridge's Did they
1: piss off Bree? But well, they pissed off Breeze for sure. Alright, well I am going to uh give our previous lowest rated monster of all time. I have a spreadsheet <laughs> with a score of twenty percent is another Philadelphia or Pennsylvania area icon, and that is gritty. <laughs> so, I am going to give the inner circle a rating of nineteen point nine eight, so that it's just, just barely our lowest rated monster of all time.
0: Well, there you go. It occurs to me I couldn't give them a zero, but I like the I like the two my two ran better. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Do we want to rate Phil or no? Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> Breach. Yep, yeah. Breach is a lot of cool stuff. Breach.
1: Breach is. A goddess, which I guess we normally, I think we normally rank uh, gods pretty highly. Yeah, yeah. Except gritty, which is our uh, second lowest
0: rated monster. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I, breach gets a, a lot of praise from me. Like uh, I, I, I the sad story is what I, like is keeping points away. Mm. Like I'll, I'll complete the score once breach is free. Right. But so I'll give a for now a nine out of ten.
1: Mm. You know what? I have to agree with that. I I have to back you up because uh, we need to get that one out of ten by freeing Briege. It's the only way. Please, nobody no, actually ha- commit a crime over our comedy podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Disclaimer: Don't do a crime. Well, okay. I mean, be gay to crimes always. If
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, ha- hashtag free fill isn't a crime.
1: Maybe that's what Groundhog Day was all about. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. Music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com dot com. And maybe I also put in some illegal music stings and stuff. I don't know. Sometimes I do that. I hey! I do lots of crimes on this episode on this on this show. Give us a five star rating on
0: at Apple Podcasts. We love five
1: star ratings and if you do, we will read them on the show. That might not be true.
0: I'll happily Do we have any? Check the check the check the tubes. What do we got? Not the moment. Let's say goodbye to Phil. Bye, Phil. We'll save you one day. Goodbye, Breej. Your
1: your time will come. May the road rise to meet you and such. This is all I know about Celtic.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm like scrambling through my notes, make sure I got everything. I'm sorry that you're imprisoned in a lowland animal. You'll get back to the highlands one day.
1: This is... Uh, man, we do a lot of bummer episodes lately, I've I found. <laughs>
0: Fighting Monster Right. Show about fighting monsters, right? Right. Uh, I've got a day named after me, February two. That's the day that I decide what the weather's gonna do.
1: Put put your little hand in our much larger hand. There's there's no hill or mountain high enough for to stop us from being climbers on it. It's Groundhog Day, everybody.